The following presentation does not represent Australian opinion or intellect. Fake news, folks. Fake news. Are you Muslim? He should have been slapped as a child. He's a spoiled brat. He's probably being treated like a prince. But you, schmucks, are gonna have to like talk straight into the mic now. How's that? Like no fucking about. Well, who's? What? No. Dude, move it as you see fit. I don't care. I am. Like this. You're here. And then when I drink, I go. You, and I do it again. Realize. Good day. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually get a coffee? Yeah, I, t- I had to put petrol. He's outside, man. Ah. No, hang on, wait. I just got to make sure. I got to get the internet running on How's this. How's he thing? supposed to come through this podcast if he doesn't have a coffee? Exactly. Is that the dollar one? Yeah. I got, yeah, yeah. Is it actually right for a dollar or what? It's almost this. <laughs> This is getting out of control. <laughs> I love this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. One, you idiot. It's one. We're going to die. We're going to die. Yeah. Put it upside down. So then just sit there. That would look so fucking poverty stricken. Why would it look poverty stricken? Then I have to run the lead across the roof down the field. you got leads everywhere in this room. He's right about one. Shut your mouth. Here's your gummies. <laughs> Do you remember that Simpsons on with the, the gummy Vena de Milo? It's the rarest gummy of them all. The Vena de Milo. Something about the in the, in the field of gummy. Would you start saying gummy so much? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Gummies. The only problem is. Um, oh, my donuts. Yeah. Donuts. No pineapple? You hot silly meat? You got silly meat? Is that why you had bread in the boot? No, no, that's my dinner, man. That's for lunch tomorrow. Oh, okay. Do you know what I actually did just to fuck you over? I'm serious. This is legit. No, no. You put is, them in the fridge. No, no, no. This is actually legitimate. Like, I went into... Oh, well, fuck yeah. You want to get your... Uh, what are you doing? I'm fixing the mic. Why can't you just sit like a normal person, man? See, look, he has to lick his fingers. Okay, here. Here. Fuck me dead. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I get snacks you fuck? We didn't think this through. No. Yeah. I didn't think the chocolate would be melting what, in 33 degrees. Or tissues. Tissues are fine. Okay. Uh, are they type of wipes? Are they, they Are they biodegradable or? Yeah. Have some. Ooh, they're many. Fucking idiots. You know what that's like? That's like the um. When um Otto's the mechanic for the school bus or whatever, he pulls out the Colonel. What's it called? Shakespeare's chicken. That's what it was called. He's eating like a Colonel Sanders bucket, mm-hmm. but his, the chicken is called Shakespeare's chicken. I remember that. There's a logo of Shakespeare on the on the actual logo. Yeah, I swear to God. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then he pulls out his like wet towelette and he's like uh, cleaning himself up. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, no. Is that like early season or? Yeah, that's the one when um ah, uh, what's the episode? 
I think it's the one with Bart gives blood. For me to save Mr. Burns. I think it's that one. Oh, okay. And, yeah, and he's, he's a, like a, a tech guy. He says he's a, a bona fide blood tech guy, but he's like repairing the truck. I remember. Nah. With the lollies, I was going to screw you over. <laughs> well, you did, but anyway. No, I didn't. I went, into, um, <laughs> I went into the European and imported aisle because I was going to look for some obscure brand. If I had more time, I would have gone to Audi and just bought some fucking random brand of like <laughs> from the, lollies. From the Czech Republic. Yeah. <laughs> With a Soviet flag on it. Yeah, from the former, yeah. whatever, like when it's still the same. <laughs> probably, probably would have been softer than these, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Leon's lollies. <laughs> 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 the dead set. You know how Rebo used to be, um, my old indoor soccer, my mixed team, my mixed indoor soccer team, Haribo was our mascot, and it was also our chant. Like you get in the cent, like everyone would put their hands in the center. Like we go through the pep talk. It's like one, two, three, Haribo, and we'd scream it every time we kicked the goal. Did they pay them for you to do that or something? No, or? we were just used to like binge on them every every single oh, game. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But we used to freak teams out because before the match we do like uh, an Indian war cry, like a, <laughs> like a, like a full like circle man, and we're just going Haribo, Haribo. It was fucked, man. People were staring at us like, what the f- what are you idiots doing? I'm like, dude, we won. We won like two two finals in that team, man. Nice. Yeah, just around the corner. Very good. You never played mixed indoor, did you? Nah. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, what console's that on? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, Do you know why it's funny? Picturing him playing, because I know this man, picturing him playing mixed indoor, he would treat the women as he would treat the men. He'd be like, all's fair in love and Well, and hang war. on, isn't that the point? Yeah. Yeah, no, it is, but there's still fair for fair play. Like, you still, you give the girl a chance, like, you know, like, you know, if there's a Chick keeper, you don't blast it straight into it, like point blank. Well, how else are you going to score? That sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't, isn't that sex? Isn't that isn't that what sexist is? <clears throat> Giving them the being sexist. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, okay, think of it like this. Yeah, I, I bring this up all the time because it's legitimate. Yeah, there's always, they're always talking about the gender imbalance in in um, employment. Yeah? yeah, which is true. Some industries, that, yeah, there is a big gender imbalance, and then there are certain industries where, if you're a certain gender, you won't get ahead as quickly, true. or yeah, you know, you're, you're more prone to either sexual harassment and blah blah blah. Like uh, uh, Dr. Mel, that was in here like three months ago. She's um she's a big advocate for that sort of shit. And I, if I bring her in, man, she'll bend your ears on on all that stuff. No, yeah? path, thank you. <laughs> anyway, my point is, is you want to talk about gender imbalance? You know when you go past the road, the road crews on the road. Yeah, yeah. The traffic management. Yeah. Who do you see on the stop go bat? Yeah, they're all girls. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You want they getting paid to do that? Like one hundred and thirty a year. <laughs> yeah, dude, stupid money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Stupid money. As mm. soon as they start bringing women into that industry, like predominantly to try and get the gender balance up, you don't see women paving the road, man. Yeah. No. You don't see him That's scraping right. their nails <laughs> with a <the> shovel. <laughs> they're on the stop go bat. Yeah. And yeah. You, dude, I've pulled up to a lot of work sites where they've got the biggest attitudes in the world. Yeah. Like they're controlling God's traffic, man. I that, swear to God. You know what? Though? That's funny because like, like not that long ago. Ago, it was all guys on those signs, mm. and just recently, it's just probably in the last two sign. years. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like you said, it's always just a traffic control. You know, uh, across the road from my place, how they're building those apartments. Yeah. Every day for two years, I think it was because yeah. they were building it. They're finished now. Like they're finished now. Yeah. yeah, they're moving in and all that. For two years, every day, I'd leave for work in the morning. I'd see the traffic lady. When I came home, traffic person, John. 
traffic person. Sorry, we, yeah, we could have been, you know. Could have been a guy. Could have been. <laughs> who, are we to decide, who are we to assume that, Tim? <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you're taking the piss out of what is meant to be a progressive podcast. Is it? You're an idiot. Just it is. continue. All right. It is. And it was the same person when I came back. Yeah. So, you know, eight, nine hours later, I come home and it's the exact same person standing there. Yeah. Meaning what? Meaning they get paid 130k a year. I know they get paid a lot. Yeah. Traffic management gets paid. Why aren't yeah. lollipop people getting the same money? Oh, you mean lollipop uh, people as in a no, I'm, talk- I'm talking about the traffic control person yeah. who was there when I'd leave would be the same person when I came home. Yeah. So what's your <laughs> grievance? Yeah, I'm they were too. just doing that. That's all they were doing. Yeah. Oh, they, weren't they weren't putting them on anything else. Or maybe they weren't qualified in any other trade. They just had a traffic management ticket. That was it. Yeah, no, that's what that's what they're that's employed for. Exactly. That's literally yeah, just that's what that I'm job. getting at. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're saying the role itself wasn't rotated? No. There's yeah. no rotation. Yeah. There is none no, no, whatsoever. No, no, no. no. Dude, I, I mean, especially with the new mob that I'm working with here, like we go out to a lot of sites, and um, I can tell you right now, I can think of at least two, three sites that I've been to consistently over the last two, three months, same traffic uh, controller, every like a, every day. Yeah. Uh, who do you complain about? Like, what do you say there? You can't. <clears throat> you can't. I can't. It's good that they're, you know, they're trying to get them into that. Um, oh, what was but it? But it'd, you know, it'd be better, like, getting them actually into the trade. Doing work. Doing the work. Yeah. But do you reckon that's either mismanagement, or do you reckon that's because there aren't enough women actually keen on doing it? Uh, I think... I think uh, it's just them trying to fill quotas. It could, it could yeah, be, it yeah. It's, I know there's a quota like that with um, uh, the police force. And the, uh, yeah, what are they called? The, uh, the PSOs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a guy. There's a ratio they have yeah, to Yeah, I had a mate that tried out for it, and he was like a big kid, like unit, man. Like, he could be a bouncer in any city in the world. Yeah. You know, fit. And um, they said to him, yeah, good luck, because they've got quotas to fill. Yeah. yeah. And you probably won't make this round, or maybe even the yeah, next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit. Yeah. They said they might call you back, but it's going to be tough. Mm. And he, he had to wait, like, a long time to get in. Isn't that in itself sexist? Well, that's reverse sexism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, which is sexism. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know about reverse, but yeah, it is sexism, yeah. Well, yeah, well it's called... Oh, yeah. from, the op- from the opposite... It's uh, sexism gender, in good... It's selective. Good intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. selective, yeah. Yeah. Because they're trying to feel... It's like the... Fuck it. Go closer to your mic. Yeah, why? Well, I have to look to the left and to the right. Dude, he was eating. I was eating. I was trying not to, you know... Get chocolate on the... Make that noise into the microphone. No, no eating in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, these donuts weren't a good selection, dude. Fuck off, man. The chocolate's what? melting. Are they soft? <laughs> yeah. I'll put them in the fridge. Put them in the fridge. You're right there. Oh, you yeah, can, put them in the fridge. You can literally right. reach across and put them in the fridge. But then I'll have to leave the mic. Oh. You want to love? I asked you people, the kindness of my heart, would you like anything from Woolies? Gummy bears, donuts. Do you know what? The best, what the best thing is this water. What about it? I'm glad you got water. I'm pretty sure that water was already in the fridge. It is. Yeah, because that wouldn't have been cold yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, at least although the fridge works, like, that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Can we we quickly go back, right? So the other thing I was going to say was um, it could be the quota or it could just be them assuming that because they're female, they they can't can't do the the cementing, they can't do the what? Oh, here we go. He's chewing. (laughs) He should be. (laughs) Continue, sorry. No, that was pretty much it. Oh. 
to get those jobs, you're going to get these ticket things, whatever they're called. Traffic management tickets. Yeah. You've probably got to get a white card. And so you have yeah, to get cards. cards. You have yeah. to go for you get a white card. You, you have to go for that. Yeah, exactly. If these people, whoever it is that's doing that, they have to be qualified. Hang in. on. This guy's pissing me off. Just grab the packet and put it in front of you, man. Why don't you just open it up and say you don't have the scrunchies? Give me a tissue. Tissue? What for? I'll just put them on the tissue. Oh, my God. I'm not bringing food in here ever again. No, no, I'll come. No, we we'll just time. next time we just have to. I'll bring a. I'll bring a cheese and like yeah, a something. Yeah, yeah, something just a bit easier. That's not as nice. With some soft crackers, so we don't make crunching sounds. Well, how else are you gonna? How else are you gonna apply us here? <laughs> Dude, soft crackers. <laughs> that brie just melt pre-melted brie and digestive biscuits. <laughs> Nothing but prunes and dates. <laughs> Stopping the podcast after 17 minutes. <laughs> Toilet run, you know what I mean? <laughs> give me some pa- Give me a paper. What's that wine called, the red wine, that a lot of people like? Red wine, port. No, no. Shiraz. Shira- yeah. This is a 17-minute mark. Can we just pause? I need a Shiraz, thank you very much. <laughs> you just hear the sound of water, like, booze <laughs> pouring in the background. Mmm, <laughs> 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 yes. Fucking Fill idiot. the pasta line, please. Yeah, meanwhile, you haven't got any pants on, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, you haven't got any fucking pants on. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> Nevertheless, all right, what we're saying... Um, so they need tickets yeah, okay. to be able to work on these sites. And <clears throat> you need a white card to be... By yeah. the way, uh, uh, a controller site, in yeah. general. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So they might need to um, work maybe a certain amount on the site before they can even apply, f- not apply, but go for, be able to work somewhere else in another, like, trade on the site. Yeah. So they, like, they earn their time on the site in a sense, like, I don't know, like... Oh, is it like you're doing a, almost like an apprenticeship? Yeah, almost. Like well, You've clocked, like, 100 hours, like, as a pilot or whatever. A thousand, is it 1,000 hours? Thousand. I think it's like a thousand that. To, in order to fly a commercial airliner, you need to yeah. fly yeah, like yeah, a thousand yeah. hours or something. Yeah, yeah. Thousand hours is, is a, to fly. Like, I mean, like, put into perspective, if you flew once a week for like three hours, mm. Jesus Christ, man! You like how, how many hours? You, like how many months again? Well, my friend just <coughs> got it. I think he just passed his thousand. Really? I saw. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. ever made this a pilot? Yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> came up, came up on Facebook. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did he do his training in like Moravin or something? I think he did, yeah. It looked very familiar, so. Can you imagine me flying a plane out of Moravin? <laughs> like, imagine you go to the <laughs> Just a trail of cop cars following you. <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel if you honestly parked in DFO and you see me in like a Cessna with a propeller just take up hey <laughs> I'd be like the pilot jumping out of the helicopter in Terminator 2 yeah. you know at the end yeah. oh. <laughs> it'd be like Grand Theft Auto just a slew of cop cars <laughs> that'd be the best man that is my you know what that is a goal I would love to fly a plane man mm. I've driven most of the vehicles on land other than like um tank <laughs> no, do you know what I would rather drive before a tank? Like a Winnebago. Oh yeah, like a big, Are you serious? Yeah, just to have that like hat a, on. Yeah. And just drive it along with like a thermo <laughs> and a donut. An RV. Kids, keep it down. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, the RV man. It's the ultimate. Like, have you seen those RVs? Like the full, like luxe models. The yeah, yeah that's full. When yeah. I worked in the events mob, man, and we used to do the flooring at the camping caravan garden show. Dude, 
We'd be laying flooring like just to protect the wheels of these RVs, and you'd get the great. We used to call them grey-haired nomads. All the old farts that like hit retirement age, and they're yep. just blowing their pension yep. on like the RV because in their minds they're going to do the great Australian like. Yeah, road yeah, 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 dude. They would like. Like used car salesmen, like suckering these people in. You got to get the extras. You got to get the Bluetooth, and you got to get the flare lights. And and these old farts were like bedazzled, man. Yeah. Mm. You go in with them. I swear to God, they're better than hotels, man. Yeah. Like the king size bed. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, yeah. Three three tier rotisserie for the. <laughs> 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 anyway, come back. You're saying you have to do it. Uh, you basically got to earn your hours in order to have a. Well, some of these places you got to have experience in order to work, like at a higher level. Uh-huh. But they don't hire you because you don't have the experience. So you got to start at like low level, like maybe yeah. traffic control, earn your time, and then maybe you can like yeah get a job. I think traffic control is know. the entry yeah. point. Is it? Yeah. Do you reckon that's why we're always seeing them? Yeah. I no, I'm sure it is because I remember applying for one when someone told me it was like fifty bucks an hour. <laughs> I didn't get the job. Well, no. You need qualifications of nothing, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and I had some, so... Hmm. You're an idiot, man. Yeah, but how many women do you actually see out on road sites digging bob, uh, driving bobcats? Or- at, I've never seen one. Not dri- at most, usually there's one or two. Not just on each site, at most, but they will, they'll just be doing the traffic. I've never seen them. I'll, I'll be honest, man. Every site I've yeah. ever gone to in my yeah, life, yeah. I've never seen a woman like on a bobcat. No, never. Or never. handling like a, a whacker or a digger or anything. That's legit. I've yep. not been sexist. Like, that's in my experience. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, I haven't been... You're just saying what you've seen, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been at every road site in the world, but I'm just saying. <laughs> the ones you yeah. have? Yeah. It's never... Yeah. I've seen women truckies. Like, there's a woman that... Uh, she works at TNT. She comes around to my, um, my depot now. Like, every couple of weeks, she'll be there. You know? And so, I've got... I've seen women truckies. Like, that's no big deal. Yeah. I've seen women forklift operators. I've worked in warehouses with women, but yeah. I've never seen them on road sites. Yeah. Yeah. You can reverse. What industry do you reckon there would be without actively discriminate against men like that? Would they where they would? Yeah, actively discriminate against women. Can you hear anything? I mean, um, obviously, if anyone's listening to this, they're probably going to like message us and say you guys are fucking idiots and you're not aware of what's going on out there. But I'm just saying, generally. Well, no, it's not that you're discriminating. It's the the fact that to fill quotas, if there's quotas, you're not necessarily hiring the most qualified person for the job. Hmm. <laughs> You're back on that tip. I'm, I'm just saying that. That's all I'm saying. Ages ago, you just watched like a whole bunch of Jordan Peterson videos. And I haven't watched anything in Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I haven't watched <laughs> anything. No, but that, <laughs> it's, you know. Yeah. Mind you, I did bring something up about Hong Kong about a year ago. What? I did bring something up about Hong Kong a year ago. What'd you bring up? That Hong Kong had, Hong, Hong Kong had no, didn't have the same, like, what do you call it? China was going to, like, restricting, like, liberties on Hong Kong. You Did you say it a year ago? Yeah. Bullshit. Yes. I'm tempted now to go into the archives to find it. You dig deep. <laughs> now, hang on. Did you actually specifically say that China will be doing that? Yeah. So you predicted it yourself? Yes. I'm a modern-day Nostradamus. To be fair Nostradamus as well. Nostradamus had, like, no... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, legit, he didn't predict anything. No, he's just very vague. It was very vague. No, I'm not. I'm not taking a piss. I'm being serious. No, no, he was just very vague. Nothing was specific. No. But yeah, over a year. It was about a year ago. Yeah. Hang on, man. Nostradamus. I think, I think it was the one when Ronaldo moved uh, moved to Juve. I think that was might have been that one. When, um, what do you mean? The podcast when it was. I think we were talking around the World Cup. It was around the World Cup. Okay, time. here we go. Predictions by Nostradamus that seem to predict the future. Nine famous predictions that some people saw, said foresaw the future. Okay. 
Dude, Nostradamus published a book in 1555, contained 942 quatrains that allegedly predict famous future events. Observers have come across a handful of predictions uh, that you seem to... Re- this podcast just falling apart tonight. Mm-hmm. Shut up, idiot. <laughs> yeah, why? It's your stupid donuts. That's what it is. The yeah. donuts is what derailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm That's sure it did. It's a completely unrelated video. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the fan. <clears throat> hey, the fan was fine until he moved the curtain. He didn't move the curtain. He did, when he scrunched behind. It all started when we walked in and the wall was collapsing. Hey, I spent a lot of time fixing that. Anyway, observers have come across a handful of predictions that do seem to reflect real-world events. In reality, most of Nostradamus' prophecies are poorly translated and vaguely worded enough to encourage tons of speculation. <laughs> Nostradamus' name is basically synonymous with predicting the future, alleged oracle, blah, 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 16th century... Okay, so he, apparently he predicted the death of Henry II. Pretty specific. Okay, his quote was, The young lion will overcome the older one. On the field of combat in a single battle, he will pierce his eyes through a golden cage, two wounds made one, then he dies a cruel death. That is so, like... I mean, that's vague, but it's also... Well, what actually happened was in the summer of 50, 1559... King Henry II of France, the older one, lined up to joust, joust, fucking joust, I'd love to to joust, man, (laughs) joust, Gabriel, Comte de Montgomery, the young lion, who was six years his junior, the tournament was held to celebrate the upcoming wedding of the king's daughter, why would you be a king, and then in order to celebrate your upcoming, your, your daughter's upcoming wedding, you decided to joust a guy six years younger than you? What stupid, vain decision. Because that was the equivalent of wrestling back then. Like, yeah, I know, but it's real. Well, they used, to, they used to put a little thing you know, on it to cap it. Yeah, but you could die. Well, you took it to the throat or something, you were finished. Yeah, that, well, well. Yeah. Didn't you watch uh, Night's Tale? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, he's dead. So did <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you are such an idiot. Right. It's been long enough. Has it? Yeah, he's still there. I think so. I think that was longer than that, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was like 2008 or something, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. Somewhere there. All right, hang on. Um, yeah, uh, in the final pass, Montgomery's lance tilted up, burst through the king's poorly secured visor, pierced, piercing his eyes through a golden cage, splintered according on the death of King uh, of Henry. Forget the, that. Like, what happened to the guy that killed him? Did he get executed? Sure, they surely wouldn't have... They wouldn't have even said about that, I don't think. No, but I want to know. That's history. They, would, they wouldn't have... Um, they wouldn't have uh, documented it. Well, you know, Richard, King Richard, you know the one who went on the Crusades? Okay. It's King Richard back from the Crusades. <laughs> Look at it, dude. He survives the Crusades. Mel Brooks. <laughs> Mel Brooks. He survives the Crusades, goes back to England, lays besie- he besieges a castle, like he's mm-hmm. saying, and he just gets killed with a stray arrow mm-hmm. from like a peasant. Well, I mean, they're all men at the end of the day. Well, he was still young. He wasn't old. No, but I mean, like, a stray arrow, it's not a glorious Just a stray arrow. Yeah, no, I mean, of course not. Yeah. And wait, he, wait, wait, say it again? Sorry, I missed that. He dies from a stray arrow. I think it was a crossbow bolt or an arrow, one of the two. And he dies from it, and he says, do not, when you capture the castle, don't kill the person who killed me. Yeah. We promise you we won't do that. What they do, I'm pretty sure they quarter, quarter is that what they call it? Quarter, quartered? Quartered when they cut off your arms and legs. They quartered, quartered and mastered? Is that what they call it? No, drawn and, drawn drawn and quartered. And quartered. They did they, that to this guy. They, they, they killed sever him. your limbs, and yeah. then they tie a horse to you, and then yank yeah. you, so you, oh. you break apart. So they killed him anyway, even though they promised they, were, they weren't going to. Yeah. So uh, this guy that killed him, even though it was an accident, like this, King Richard died as an accident, this guy here surely would have been killed. Yeah, probably. 
I don't think they had uh, due process. Do you want to know an interesting <laughs> fact about arrows, you, now that you said it? Arrows can't penetrate armour. True. True. I guess it depends on the arrow, but... Uh, <laughs> well, they can't. Apparently, <laughs> if you... Shadow blade arrow. If you shoot someone or something, yeah. it doesn't get... It doesn't stop. It just... It'll just go straight through you. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm. It's just, like, Hollywooded. Yeah, everything's Hollywood. So it looks good. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So I'm missing all of this because I'm trying to find stupid... Um, yeah, the guy that killed uh, Henry the the Second. So in the real world, like in the movies, you know how like <laughs> someone gets shot with an arrow and it's sticking out, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I gotta rip it out or break it or whatever." You gotta break the shaft. Break the yeah, leave yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In in the real world, apparently the arrow just travels straight through. Yeah, unless it hits bone. Unless it hits bone, yeah, uh, it'll just it'll literally yeah, just go you'd straight have through. To, yeah. Do you remember? I was watching that. Um, I think it was on Vanity Fair. Mm. They usually have like an expert in the field, and that's, then they that's get... what I. Yeah, that's what that I. What you yeah, that's what I was watching. They yeah, had, like mm. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, and they said the the um the technique was good, but the fact that he was shooting from like a hundred yards or fifty yards, yeah, with that kind of technique, that kind of bow, arrow would just gone straight through. Would yeah. have made mm. a difference. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> a lot of no, no, like I mean, a lot of stuff that what you see in Hollywood. What we're, is portrayed is nowhere near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like arrows won't penetrate armor. Yeah, that's why they make crossbows. Crossbows yep. penetrate because they it's faster. They shoot yeah, faster yeah. with more tension. Uh, swords can't penetrate armor. Yep. They just hit. They they just bounce off. off yeah. They just bounce. That's why they invented maces because yep. it was blunt force. Yep. They they crush, and crush bones and, break, yeah. and it create like you know like. Um, Blood force trauma, so yeah. you crash your bleeding. Yeah, internal bleeding, that's what they would die from. Really? Swords yeah. can't, yeah. Swords just bounce off the thing, eh? The only thing that apparently can, like, go through armour was a samurai sword. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, that's like surgical it just, steel. It just, sur- like, just, yeah. like, shreds right I was right going to say, that would be a material-based thing, but, yeah. I mean, who, not everyone's going to use that. No, 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 it, it actually went through plate armour. Mm. I've seen footage of one going through plate armour. I mean, if you made a sword out of diamond and you went through the plate armour, you'd... Who's going to have a sword made out of diamond? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye it's West. It's doable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. More Nostradamus predictions. The Great Fire of London. <laughs> no, no, dude, I want to I see what the deal is here. The blood of the just will commit a fault at London, burnt through lightning of 23s, the six. The ancient lady will fall from her high place. Several of the same sect, sect will be killed. This uh, is often linked with the devastating Great Fire of London. In regards to the date, 20 times 3 is 60. Add 6 to that and you've got 66. Or the year 66, London's infa- infamous three-day blaze began on September 2nd, 1666. Not a big fan of prophecies when they start introducing math, because <laughs> then it just becomes like you, you know they, they had to make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you plus three and then minus the two, was he ever predicted in saying that? No, no. But if you plus the three and minus the two, you get the number. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty close. <laughs> he also took a bunch of mushrooms and started predicting things. So <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you remember that one on the Sims uh, on South Park when he starts Cartman starts counting? One plus one is two. Two plus three is five. Five being the total. Of- yeah, that's what are you talking about, man. Uh, this prediction is one of the weaker prophecies, as it is often quite a stretch to link the historical events. Blah 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 blah. The French Revolution, from the enslaved populace, songs, chants, and demands, while princes and lords are held captive in prisons. These will, in the future, by headless idiots, be what deceived. Oops, I skipped forward. Uh, deceived. Shut your mouth. Um, hang on. <laughs> Where'd it go? Uh, ah, stupid Mac. Um, ah, will be received as divine prayers. 
Starting with the storming of the Bastille in 1789, the French Revolution saw the overthrow of the monarchy, establishing a new republic. Okay. Um, this is the third estate, and slave populace took control of Paris and forced their demands on the royalty. Ultimately, the revolution turned bloody. Nobles and commoners alike were declared traitors to the revolution and beheaded at the guillotine, headless idiots. You know what's a good South Park episode? No. The John Edwards one. I haven't seen it. Oh, the mental one with guy. No, that's one with the Seize Dead People one, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think is I've seen John it. John Edwards meant to be like a mentalist? No, he's no. the guy that talks to the dead, talks to your dead relatives. Hang on, John Edwards. I'm pretty sure... I love the uh, the one when um, they do 24. Yeah, you talked oh, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. I love that. I love that episode. Because it's just so left field, out of nowhere at the very but, end. But at, in terms of like this whole prophecy, what we're talking about, and predicting the future and all that shit, like they sort of debunk it very, very well in that South Park episode about like how he's able to talk to the dead so accurately in the crowd live because it's so it's so vague because that's it's so why vague, yeah. and that's why yeah. that, that's there's a why. Whole book written on it yeah. you can just buy it learn how to do it yourself mm. yes yeah, is a purported psychic medium purported <laughs> yeah, purported I oh. swear, that's what it says he was convinced at a young age that he could become a psychic yeah what does that mean i was convinced i'd be a millionaire and i still don't how do you become a psychic well the dead come and talk to you hmm Fuck off. Then you take a bunch of drugs and a cocktail. <laughs> and uh... dude, he, dude, Nostradamus predicted Louis Pasteur. The lost thing <laughs> is discovered in many he, centuries. He prophesied antibiotics? No, Louis Pasteur is accredited for pasteurization of milk. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of someone else. I don't know either of them. Uh, my, antibiotics, the father of antibiotics. You're thinking of um, the Greek dude. No. Yeah. That's who you're thinking of. I'm serious. Hang on. No, no, no. You're thinking of uh Ukrainian guy. Ah. Selman Abraham Waxman. There you oh, go. Waxman, yeah. Good old Waxman. Who first discovered antibiotics? By accident. Alexander Fleming, a Scottish biologist. Fleming, what? yeah, that's it. I remember that one. Yeah. And the first use of antibiotics was Alexander Fleming. Yeah. Who discovered the virus first? Some other guy. <laughs> Two scientists. Tobacco mosaic virus. Jesus Christ. What was that hookworm you were talking about? <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so> apparently <laughs> hookworm. Mm-hmm. You're very pre- prevalent. Prevalent. Yeah. I always stuff that up. Prevalent. <laughs> it's called a. <laughs> it's a poverty uh, disease. Oh yeah. And from shit and uh, huh? it's from like shit and stuff, right? No, it's just a. It's, it's a parasite. It's a parasite. Yeah. That you get from walking barefoot. Okay, oh, wait a second. And you... apparently, hang on. Hang apparently, on. there's hundreds of millions of people worldwide that have this. Oh, okay. Dude. And it's known for reducing IQ. Well, that wait explains a, a lot about them now because And apparently, you're both fine. That's where the uh, stereotype of the southerner with the like the hick southerner stereotype comes from. So, the lack of formal education and religious fundamentalism oh, because they're barefoot. That's got nothing to do with it. Because they're barefoot. Yeah, because they were barefoot, and in the 1800s, because it was a much more poorer area than it is now, <laughs> it's still, they, that's how they discovered it. Dude, do you know what? Once they got rid of the uh, parasite. Wait, is there an actual statistic saying, like, how much it reduces IQ by? Or is it just, like, they, they've noticed a change, but there's no... I don't know if there's an actual number of how much it reduces okay. it, but they do know. It impedes uh, youth, uh, like... Uh, 
De- like brain development in yeah. children if they get it when they're oh, young. Shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that is permanent. That's that would be permanent. No, the apparently once yeah, the brain development yeah. would be, but if you get it as an a, adult, as an adult yeah. it's just like a five day course of like an antibiotic and that's it. Dude, right. do what I think of every time someone says the word southerner. Uh, of all the things like I listen to southern hip hop, I watch movies, of all the southern crap, do you know what I think of? I think of Skinner, where he's on the phone with like Superintendent Chalmers. He's <laughs> like I'm sure Weinstein's thing was an excuse. It sounds so made up. Yab kib poor. Yom kippur. All right. Now, this is why you're wrong. Um, I don't know where wrong you got with this. Wrong what? Southern, this southern... Uh, oh. I yeah. got it from a uh, leading... Uh, leading off. medical doctor, scientist <laughs> in the in the uh, field of tropical diseases. I'm sure it's on Wikipedia. Okay. According to uh, Pets and Parasites, it says that some hookworm of dogs can affect humans by penetrating the skin. This is most likely to occur when walking barefoot on the beach, working in the garden, or other areas where pets may deposit feces. Yeah, and, oh, in, poor, one you were, and uh, in poorer areas, aren't there stray animals running around there? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, well, now you're reaching. I love how you're taking Wikipedia's gospel. You know you can't change that, like, on the fly. No, no, but honestly, that's how I knew it as well. I, I was always yeah, aware yeah, of yeah. the whole um, dog stepping in another dog's feces, bringing it home, you can get hookworm and all Where that. Are you getting this about um, creating, a, a, what's it called, um, intelligence? IQ. Yeah, how can your IQ drop because of... Because it's a parasite. So? Parasites can wreak havoc on the body. Or what, make you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, so did they say that the parasite goes into the brain and like attaches? I didn't on? say exactly specifically how it does it, but it it okay. It, look it reduces it. Yeah, how does hookworm cause drop of IQ? And so yeah, that's just how the stereotype originated. Mm. But it's not like something that originated now. Yeah, it's from the yeah. Like, well, the, you always have the, the turn of the and... yeah of like nineteenth century. Yeah, you know. Here's an article because it's it was, you know. <laughs> An article from Wise from three years ago. Southerners weren't lazy, just infected with hookworms. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Okay. It's a hidden truth. The trope um, of the lazy Southerner dates back to America's post-bellum period following the end of the Civil War. No one really knew where it came from, but the image of a lethargic, filthy, drawling farmer has pervaded art, literature, pop culture, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and... Uh, some woman called Rachel Nua has presented some compelling evidence for the theory that a hookworm epidemic was responsible for this rural stereotype. Because it, uh, it causes exhaustion and mental fogginess. Okay. I'll take that. You're reaching. Apparently, Nostradamus predicted Hitler. Oh, yeah? Yeah. From the depths of the west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop, his fame will increase towards the realm of the east. Also... Uh, that could have been Julius Caesar. No, well, this is before Caesar. This is after Caesar. Yeah, but yeah. the exact same words can be used for Caesar. Can be used for Alexander the Great. Can be used for Napoleon. Wait, was Rome in the West? No. Of Europe, Rome wasn't in the West of Europe. It was in the South of Europe. Yeah. So, hence, you're already wrong off the bat. Oh, so you're saying he's giving a specific region, which yeah. is the oh, because it's beasts. east. <clears throat> beasts, ferocious. Everything's the east of everything, isn't will it? Cross the rivers, depending where you are. You're reaching them. <laughs> you're I'm in reaching Miami, Florida. Everything's east. <laughs> well, that's right. You go far enough. Everything's east. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Beasts, ferocious with hunger, will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Hista. In the, into a cage of iron will be the great one be drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. So what happened is in 1889, Adolf Hitler was born in Austria, which is in Western Europe. 
but his family was middle class, not impoverished. Hitler did rise in part due to his oratory abilities, why his tongue will seduce, and did initiate World War II, a great troop, by invading Poland. Some Nostradamus supporters have posited that Hista is a misspelling of Hitler, but it's actually the Latin term for the Danube. What's the Danube? The river. Okay. In Germany? I got no idea. Egypt. I thought it was e- actually no way Egypt. I think it's Egypt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it in um, uh, Origins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Man. Teaching, see, games are good. Hey, dude, I'm learning. No, wait a second, man. Origins has that museum mode. You know where you go around mm-hmm. every artifact. Ah, you looked into it. No, I didn't. I didn't actually play it, but I remember reading about it. I told you. Yeah. Well, I ignore most of what you say. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast, <laughs> dude. It's not in Egypt. It's in. Um, uh, Europe's second longest river after the Volga. It's located in Central and Eastern Europe. So what are we thinking of? We're thinking of something that's got like a similar spelling in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Like, mm. I, I know we're not imagining that. No, no, you're right. Okay. Apparently he predicted Charles de Gaulle, uh, Hercules, King of Rome, and of uh, Anne Mark with the surname of the Chief of Triple Gaul, Italy, and one of them, uh, St. Mark the Tremble, first monarch renowned by all. Yeah. So... Other than the fact that he was a three-time leader, triple whatever, and uh, the Gaul led the free French forces during World War II, blah, blah, blah. Other than that, uh, this quatrain appears to have little else to do with the famous French politician. Apparently, he predicted Hiroshima and Nagasaki as well. Near the gates and within two cities, there will be scourges the like of which was never seen, famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great immortal god for relief. Eh. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see the because they're two that cities, could, dude. That could literally be any invasion on any city yeah. ever. Yeah, but that's the point. Yeah, exactly. Because it's vague. As, yeah, as long yeah, as yeah. they're put out by steel, yeah. meaning anything, which could have been swords back then. Could have been swords. Could have been war hammers. Could have been ballistas. Yeah. yeah, dude, steel. It was an atomic bomb. The bomb itself was made of steel. But mm. Yeah, the, the byproduct was the it chemicals was inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mm. uranium. Mm. Reaching hard. Apparently, the assassinations of John F. Kennedy and Bobby as well. Oh, Bobby. Fuck, not Bobby. <laughs> hey, man, Robert Kennedy was starting the same shit, mm. and he got done as well, man. Mm. Incredible. All right. Uh, the great man will be struck down in the day by a thunderbolt, an evil deed foretold by the bearer of a petition. According to the prediction, another falls at night time, conflict at the rains, London, and a pestilence in Tuscany. The conflict in rains in London and sickness in Tuscany, however, doesn't fit in with the assassinations of the Kennedy. What the... This makes no sense. September 11 as well, apparently. I remember, yeah, that, I one. remember that one. Earth, yeah. Earth-shaking fire from the centre of the Earth will cause tremors around the new city. Two great rocks will war for a long time. Then Arethusa Ar- 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 will redden a new river. What the hell's that? What's Arethusa? I don't know. Well, you should be all over this sort of shit. Uh, I'm not a big fan. Okay, in Greek mythology... Arethusa was a nymph and daughter of Nereus. Oh, hello. Who fled... It's not a nymph like what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, today. sorry, sorry. You yeah. play Middle Earth games? <laughs> I, I just jumped straight to Nymphomaniac. I'm sorry. Hey, you're an idiot. All right, who fled from her home in Arcadia beneath the sea and came up as a freshwater fountain on the island of uh, in Sicily. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So Outstanding. So, so the new city, the only connection is the two great rocks, which was two towers... Because and I said you being New York City and the two rocks that will be fighting will probably be like America and Afghanistan. Oh, but they were fighting. Were they? Oh, they were fighting. No, it was an it was an invasion. Nah, I don't know. That's us. I don't believe in Nostradamus, man. No, neither. No, same. But the, but I 
understand is these idiots never make any predictions that are within reasonable time frames or specific words or names <laughs> or countries or dates. That's when you know. Yeah. There's no, there's never any, there's never specific places. It was the first spirit medium, like these, uh, not spirit medium, what do you call them? Fortune tellers. Yeah. Like, he was the first fortune teller. There you go. Yeah, but he, did First he, commercial success fortune teller. Was he a commercial success? Well, we're still talking about him now. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious though. Well, like, did he have money? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. This is a legitimate, I don't know. I don't I'm know. asking a legitimate question. What, what was he actually doing? I don't know what his day job okay, was. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> he had side jobs. Imagine if he was a pimple. <laughs> part of an employment agency. He was waiting for uh, forklift jobs. <laughs> now, holding out for that Arvo shift, mate. <laughs> By the way, this was going to happen 300 years from now. Watch. These idiots are going to be talking about it on the podcast. He never predicted podcasts. Um, there you go. True. That, there you that's go. That's where we find the fault. Yes. Okay, hang on. He's a fraud. I, I stand by it, like, as in, if a fortune teller can't give me the lotto numbers for next week, you can't You can't tell me shit. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's not a chosen thing. Like, I mean, if you're predicting this and predicting that, like, give me the lotto numbers. But the thing is, is like, okay, this is what pisses me off about St. Nostradamus's predictions. The fact that they're so vague, and all of them occurred like hundreds of years after he died, no one would have given, anyone even remotely relevant would never even, would never have even heard of him, or given two shits about it. Yeah. It's not going to change anyone's life. Yeah. Like, oh, he predicted that someone, it was the most, uh, what'd you, what was the word you used before? Vague. Yeah. The most vague references to nothing, and we've just connected it to nothing. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what did Nostradamus actually do? He was an astrologer, a go. physician, yeah, yeah. and a reputed seer who was best known for his book of uh, prophecies, uh, allegedly predicting... Okay, there's 942 poetic like stanzas. A dozen of them came close to maybe predicting something. You're telling me that if we just wrote some vague shit right now, we couldn't just come up with that. In the next 300 years. Yeah, of course. Link it to something. You link it to something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We're talking about a modern world where occurrences happen every second of the day yeah. across the planet. Did he predict his death? I doubt it. How <laughs> <laughs> did Yeah, I don't know that either, actually. I'm curious now. <laughs> did he predict his death? I Syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got the clap. <laughs> 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 you are such a dickhead. <laughs> Hang on. Dude, um, dude, he died of gout. Yeah, gout. wow. Yeah, he like, had doubt. Dude, he had... That's hilarious. He never thought he would die from drinking too much. You only get gout from drinking, right? No, no. High, uh, isn't it? High salt diet, high, like a really poor diet. High salt, high fat. Yeah. And uh, never foresaw himself getting gout. And he, di- he died with a few dead. Hang on. What happens when you he, eat like salami you- all day? <laughs> Just chewing on cold cuts <laughs> while he's making his bogus cocks of pepperoni. He's <laughs> got a wheel of cheese. <laughs> Just ripping in the wood. <laughs> Hang on, man. <laughs> Hang on. All right. In late June, he summoned his lawyer to drop an extensive will. Quitting. What? Just the way you said drop, it sounded like you were going to say drop a beat. Like you called his lawyer to drop a beat. <laughs> the way you were saying it. he summoned his lawyer like, to draw. I draw, but yeah. it sounded like you say drop. I'm like, oh, drop a beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, his unreleased album. <laughs> it comes out next year. <laughs> it's competing with two packs. <laughs> Can you imagine he's just rapping about his predictions? <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking morons. He was in the 16th century. <laughs> All right, hang on. Is he OG? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a part. You said it yourself. It was a poem. Original spoken word alpha. <laughs> and the nomination goes to. Not true. I got the hologram so at the at the, at the um. <laughs> what's the Grammy? Oh, the, the hologram the, of no, yeah. Yeah, the one that uh, oh, the, the hologram with like Tupac or like yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah, one yeah, as well, yeah. the Michael Jackson one. Yeah. Did you see um? <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr., what's happened to him? No. Oh, yeah, something happened. Um, <laughs> no, I forgot what it was. Yeah. Dude, he's just being... Dude. He's been uh, accused of, like, uh, yeah. sexual assault sexual or something. Sexual assault. Oh, yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> you know what's sad? Because we talked about Cuba Gooding about a year and a half ago. It was on um, my mate Alex's first uh, show that he did with us, yeah? And we are talking about that ad. Where he's uh, in the Optus ad, moonwalking and shit. Yeah, yeah. And we're saying how inappropriate, like how wrong that ad was for the fact that they had a, an Oscar winner black man dancing for like a phone, right? Yeah. Dude, Cuba Gooding Jr. broke up with his missus like, uh, I can't remember how many years ago, like a couple of years ago. It was like some, yeah, been with her for like 20 years or some shit. They break up. And all these articles have come out basically saying how <laughs> he's essentially living like his bachelor party, like just his playboy way life just on a roller coaster since then. Mm. It's like, well, the guy's approaching middle age. Yeah. Got no wife, done fuck all movies since the, you know, mid-90s. Yeah. What do you want him to do? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And they're attacking him for it. But what they're saying is that, yeah, he's um been forcibly, uh, forcibly touching people. So, like, at parties and shit. Like, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But he's denying every single thing about it. I just pictured him, like, at the Grammys for some reason when you said um, he'd be presenting an award at the Grammys. Mm. Poor bastard's just gone down. Because I was, like, scrolling through the article, and it had, like, a picture of Jerry Maguire, then a picture of him, like, bloated out in some club, you know, just blazed or just drunk, and then him, like, standing next to some pretty woman. And then there's a picture of the Optisat, and he's roped it in. Like, that Optisat was the pinnacle of his career in the last, like, three years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor bastard, man. How about, like, okay. Look at this way, yeah? If your ego takes a hit now... Right, and you start living like you're not midlife crisis, but you start doing some outlandish shit. Whether it's like buying new clothes, whatever you, within your means of like, m- like you know, within your means basically, right? Maybe make new friends or like start some insane hobby or some shit. Make some outlandish purchases. If you're Cooper Gooding Jr. and you've won an Academy Award, mm-hmm. then your missus breaks up. It's like a messy divorce, and decides to take like a couple years off and just start partying and shit. Do you reckon? If a woman did that, going back to what we'll talk about later, do you reckon the, if a woman did that, they would be hammering her for it? This guy's just shaking his head. Well, uh, no, why? why? Think about it. Angelina Jolie, right? She had a nervous, she never nervous breakdown, but she basically went into psycho mode yeah. after mm. her massive divorce, and that was a huge thing. And basically, um, they tried to shit Cam Brad Pitt as being some philanderer, and then it came out that she was actually just a nut. And then they, it's what Brad Pitt basically did everything right. Like, he came back at, like, the Oscars or something. He was, like, tanned, freshly cut. Yeah. New clo- like, he just looked like the shit. Yeah. And it was, like, just humble as, as all hell. Yeah. While Angelina Jolie's life was just, like, going mm-hmm. into the toilet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any other time when a female celebrity has been canned for living, like, uh, getting a Playboy uh, boyfriend or just living in excess for, like, a year or two after, like, a bad breakup? Britney Spears. She had a meltdown. That was different. Mm. Hang on, wait a second. Britney Spears. Did- <laughs> Britney Spears. 
Britney Spears wasn't Cuba Gooding Jr.'s age. She was mm. a lot younger. And she was just unhinged. Yeah. She had a meltdown. That was a, like that, that was a mental crisis. I don't man. think she was criticised though. The only, the only time I ever actually saw it was when she shaved her head, yeah. and then people spoke about it. That was it. I never really heard anything else other than mm. that. Yeah, but she but she had a mental breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Cuba Gooding Jr. just appears to be living his best life, like just yeah, like a pimp. Mm. But isn't midlife crisis midlife midlife crisis a form of a like a mental, mental break? Yeah, mental health a, issue. Yeah. I don't know. Is he really having a crisis? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Do you remember Krusty? <laughs> oh. Getting the Simpsons Let references in today. Huh? Like, would you call this a crisis, uh, like an ethical thing? or an Well, that would all depend on the, what you mean by the word crisis. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, hang on. Would you call what Cuba Gooding Jr. is going through a crisis? I don't know. Is it? Hey, it's well, it's, it's in the name, isn't it? Midlife crisis. There. I don't yeah. know. He's not like forty. The dude's probably pushing close to sixty. Fuck off, yeah, sixty. I don't think midlife pushing. crisis is an answer. Like he is. Nah, dude, he's fifty-one. All right. Well, he's pushing. He's nine years to go. He's separated he's pushing from it. his missus five years ago, and he's essentially just lived like a party since then. Oh, uh-huh. that would good. Point, like, at what point is it a midlife though? Like I've heard like twenty-five-year-olds say like, midlife. Uh, well, they say midlife starts at like forty, man. They say once you reach your forties, like that's it. So anything over forty is a midlife crisis. If you're if you're over going 40, downhill or something, yeah, we're essentially all reaching midlife soon. Well, it's not even downhill, is it? It's just like if things aren't working out the no, no, way they're supposed to. It's more of a psychological thing where you get to forty and you think, shit, like I should have done either a lot more. I'm not where I thought I would be. So I'm not allowed to have a midlife crisis at thirty. No. I had one at 25. I was going to say, I feel like I'm having yeah, one yeah. this year. <laughs> I had a heart attack yesterday. <laughs> 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 like, what ju- like, obviously a doctor can't justify, oh, yeah, well, you have midlife crisis on your hand. No, no. Well, I don't know, is no, it? Like, it's, a fig- it's a term of, it's a figure of speech. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, who justifies what it is? You don't get a prescription for midlife crisis. Yes, you do. No. Well, isn't it Xanax or... Well, that's antidepressants, man. <laughs> What's the opposite? Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, well, the no, opposite. What's the opposite? You're not, Valid, you're not prescribed Valium or Xannies because you haven't... Because it's like, you know, uh, symptoms, you know, uh, stress, <laughs> la, la, la. Side effects. Side effects might be buying a brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> Houses. International cruises. 19-year-old girlfriend. Yeah, 19-year-old. Yeah, that's right. Mean? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos, just random tattoos. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, you don't get you don't get diagnosed with midlife crisis yeah, like know, a yeah, disease. Yeah. yeah. Hang on, midlife. I'm going to actually look this up because this is interesting. Um, no, essentially, okay. Signs of a midlife crisis in a woman. What are signs of a midlife crisis? Here we go. <laughs> Buying a sports car, drastic changes in habits, mood swings, impulsive decision making, shifts in sleeping habits, obsession with appearances. Disconnected from old friends or placing them with younger friends, feeling tied down with no chance for change. What is a man's midlife crisis? Wait, can crisis? I just intercept? Yeah, go for that, it. That just, that just sounds like a normal female. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for someone from, else to say. From day one. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. midlife, yeah. And midlife. <laughs> Everyone under 40 listening to this, you have no more excuses. <laughs> a midlife crisis is an emotional, uncomfortable period that men and women go through between the ages of 35 and 55. Oh. For most, it is a time to question priorities and adjust one's lifestyle to fit better with their emotional needs. Does it make sense? We're, we're a bunch of pigs. <laughs> <laughs> emotional needs. We're, we're, we're looking at cavemen back then. Just 
you know, like wiping their ass with their finger and drawing some pictures on the wall. Cave Where walls are you and, and, and here we are going, oh, Walt, I don't have a nice calm. I'm not feeling good about it. What are you talking about, dude? You had an Audi at like 19. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I was forced into an Audi. Someone basically shoved a dick in my mouth. You're an idiot, man. <laughs> this didn't talk. But then, to be fair, you got a Grizzly Adams beard. You're sitting here with no pants on right That's, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'll tell you what. How long did it take to bring that up? <laughs> I'll tell you what. The most expensive thing I'm wearing right now are my socks. <laughs> Under an hour. <laughs> to, to be fair, you know what? I actually had that thought the other day, man. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm used to working in warehousing like my like all my life, yeah. Yeah. So for the longest time, I'll just go to work looking like absolute shit. Like mm. wouldn't fix my hair, mm. wearing raggedy shit because you don't want to wreck it. You know, you're in yeah. the warehouse. And then, especially the last like couple months, because of my new role, or whatever, I've tried to like just clean it up a bit, right? Because it, yeah, it's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, I think it was yesterday. I was on my way to Waves to go buy something from the supermarket, and I just look. I was. Oh, wait, what date's today? Tuesday. Maybe yeah. it was Monday when I was hungover. And I was just looking in my house for like... No, it wasn't Monday. It was, it was Monday, definitely. It was. I was looking in my house for clothes just to throw on so I can go to the shops. And I found what I was wearing on Sunday when I was hungover. And I just pulled this T-shirt on. It was a white T-shirt. It had like a pizza stain like across the front of the chest. And it was like, I looked at it for like five seconds. I just went... I get away with that. <laughs> Who's going to see me wave as? I mean, you fucking idiot. You got a hundred t-shirts. Put on something clean for fuck's sake. But you're not a stickler for that sort of shit, are you? Uh, like for what? As in your outfit if you go out somewhere. Yeah. Do you give shit what we were in that wedding? Can I give you an example? Hang on a second. Yeah, here we go. Don't raise your leg. You're in your jocks. <laughs> what? What'd you get? <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm a little bit of both, and my point will be because, like, I can I can really happily leave the house with, like, shit like this. Okay, but no one's going to see that. Well, yeah, it is. It's just a pair of trackies with a hole in the pocket, big deal. Yeah, but it's a big hole. It's right in my ass. Okay, you had that wedding the other day, and you were bagging the shit out of, um, the, what's yeah, it called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The patrons. Yeah. I bought a $10 polo, and I wore that. To a wedding? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. $10 polo? Yeah, with some, uh... What would you call them? Mustard. <laughs> That's never a good look. Seated mustard pants. <laughs> Where did you find them? In Japan. I can't remember. <laughs> that is not a good look. Seated mustard. But as soon as I pull out my wallet, oh, see, everyone, yeah, everyone's impressed. It, it's what, you're saying that the, everyone's waiting for the guy in the white polo to pull out his Burberry wallet? Ten dollar polo. <laughs> what would you wear to a wedding? Uh, slacks and a shirt. Yeah, would you wear a suit? Would you wear a sh- would you wear a tie? Yeah, standard like you'd, you. It's standard, yeah. Yeah. See, I've gone to weddings where it was a casual wedding, but casual for me for a casual wedding would be chinos and a shirt. Yeah, you know mm. what I mean. Mm. That's standard. But I, don't, then- I don't have a body for like everything that you're talking about, though. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't get away with it. I need to be specific with what I pick. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you pulled your suit out of the cupboard. Uh, the suit didn't fit. I said it looked like George Costanza wearing the uh, that tux. <laughs> I'm not comfortable here. <laughs> Dude, I put my suit on. It didn't fit. That's why I had to resort to the mustard and the uh, ten dollar polo. <laughs> <laughs> but you were talking about that wedding, like the patrons there, yeah. right? How would you have described half of them? 
Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get me shot here. <laughs> I don't know. You know what, man? Because I've been to a lot of weddings as of late, and I've seen some grooms dressing completely cash. I've seen couples drink dressing completely cash. Yeah. Is it because of what our perception of a wedding is? Will Could we be. associate, Could be. like, say, more effort with clothes? Well, the wedding I was involved with, I there was no effort. Okay, but, but think about this, yeah? If you go to a restaurant... Mm. Okay, not even a restaurant. What was the name of the chicken joint mean you went to, like, ages ago? The, the Korean barbecue joint. Garmies. Garmies, yeah. How would you go to dress the Garmies? We were pretty smart casual. We were pretty, like, neat. Are you sure? I'm pretty yeah. sure we were just in our trackies. No, we were in jeans, I think. No. Not Wait, oh, hang on, no, it was after here, it wasn't, wasn't it? after a podcast. Oh, then it was probably in trackies. I'm wearing jeans now just for the sake of wearing jeans, because I, I just grabbed them off mm. my floor. Just take you know them off. what I mean? Fuck off, man, not you. All right. <laughs> no, but you got to, like, look at this way. Would you feel uncomfortable going to Garmy's wearing trackies, knowing that other people wouldn't be? No. Because I, I, don't, I don't care. What about you? <laughs> just shakes his head. You're talking to a guy who literally goes out, like, naked and picks up his mail. <laughs> I, I couldn't care less. <laughs> naked? I used to go down to 7, I used to walk down 7-Eleven in just underwear. I couldn't, I really don't care. <laughs> Yeah, How are you not locked up. <laughs> even even my neighbours from like school days used to say all the time, like when we moved house, they'd be like, "Oh, we really miss seeing you come out in your underwear and just like hang around the front." <laughs> I've just always been known that way. You know the old wogs that like water they wash their uh, concrete in the middle yeah. of the summer. Yeah, he's just wearing his jocks. Wearing like little jockey shorts. They just stare you down as you yeah, walk yeah. past. Just watching the car like he's the weird one driving through the street. Like <laughs> you're gonna steal my lemons. You're gonna steal my lemons. <laughs> he's wearing little jockey shorts. He's got a singlet that's like painted on. Yeah, he's just- <laughs> Dude, that man has gone past his midlife crisis and just accepted what nah, he's just embraced. Life. That's right. He's yeah. just embraced his life. <laughs> I think you just did a Nostradamus on me, to be honest. What do you, mean? you just predicted my future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly as the last 30 years have been. <laughs> yeah. It'll just go on. Yeah. I'm pretty comfortable with it. But no, like if we go out somewhere, I'll, I'll, I'll dress up pretty nicely. <laughs> but, but like weddings and stuff, other people, other people's stuff, I don't care. But if it's with. If it's with my partner, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll dress up. But do you see the correlation? Like, as in if you're representing your group? Say you, you and your mates go to a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my mate did go to his wedding with me. Yeah. He was, he was wearing a suit. <laughs> and he was the most dressed person there. <laughs> I love how he's the guest. And he rocks up dressed. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he's the plus one and he's normal. But you were the plus one. I was the plus one. <laughs> I'm actually quite good friends with the people, yeah. You're fucked. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was still well dressed compared to the others. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. Neither do I. <laughs> it's definitely the first time I've been to a wedding that I haven't worn a suit. Because usually I'll wear a suit. Yeah. Why I- didn't you wear one this time? Because it wasn't a family member, it was a friend. Oh, okay. And I just assumed it would be casual. Why? Because they said they said it was going to be smart casual. <laughs> do you know what smart casual is? Not a suit. It can be. Isn't it like shirt and... Polo. You can get away with... A nice Shirts, pair of jeans or jeans a nice pair or of chinos. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I want to see these mustard pants now because I, I can't envision anything nice I'll, about mustard pants. I'll, I'll picture for I'll take a picture.